Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 405 for the week of December 3rd, 2016. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, here by myself, at least in my house. Uh, Anna Marie is away. She's uh, She does PR stuff for Natsume, so she's at their annual wrap-up party. And uh, so she's she's off doing that and getting fed sushi and all that sort of fun stuff. She'll be back tonight. A whirlwind trip for her. But joining me, first of all, covering fast and furiously the PSX event, Alex Fuller. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> it's not uh, usually first. <laughs> uh, also with me, taking some time away from, um, I don't know what she's playing right now, but we'll find out in a minute or so, Kelly Ryan. Hello. And finally, but definitely not leastily, having just gotten off a 12-hour shift of nothing but Paperboy for the NES, I don't know, Alice Wilkinson, Hi. That was a bad joke. You're, you're, you're a real funny person. I know, Chris. really funny. <laughs> uh, how's everyone doing? Excellent. I know at least three fourths of us. Tired. Oh, are you? Three fourths of us have been watching the PSX event streaming live um, for various weird reasons, uh, scheduling and stuff. Uh, we were able to do this show right after the press conference so we're not streaming live and i'm sorry if any of you showed up to the chat room looking for it but i give it to you free for download so i hope that makes up for it um we uh we just watched the the press conference so we're going to get into that in a second and um uh talk through all the stuff they announced which was uh, a lot of things like a ton of rpgs actually so i'm kind of excited um oh get off the power button sweetie all right sorry cat on the power and they button. did them all in about five minutes Say so what about five minutes? That's when all the RPGs are announced and it's that massive Oh, in that massive block in the center? Yeah. <laughs> Not all of them, but a lot. <laughs> uh, Alex, um, well, actually, how about I ask you to go last? Because I think you're actually still writing a story right now. Kelly, what have you been playing? Um, I finished Knights of Azure last week in preparation for the other things I've been playing. Yeah? Uh, What'd you, you think? Know, I did between game blues kind of thing to where I finish a game and then something I'm looking forward to is coming out in two days and it's like I don't know what to do with my life for two days. Mm-hmm. But um, just a quick mini reveal, Knights of Azure was a really fun little romp even though I did have to grind a lot. Um, lots of side boob, lots of lesbian anime girls. <laughs> that, but, those are the best things you can say about this? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Well, that and the game had a fun little combat system and reminded me a lot of Castlevania. But that's not what I came here to talk about. I came here to talk about Final Fantasy XV. Oh, Final Fantasy XV. I've been playing it, too. Is it just me and you? It is just me and you playing Final Fantasy XV, apparently. I was kind of waiting for the somewhat inevitable PC port. But, you know, if people keep on saying it's amazing, you're going to make me crack, you know? Well, I think people have been saying that it's 8 out of 10 everywhere. 8 out of 10. Great. <laughs> I mean, I... You know, granted, I liked the entire 13 trilogy, so I might have a, a little bit of a bias. Your standards but... are lower than other people's, basically. Yeah. yeah. It, it it takes a lot of awful to get me to hate a Final Fantasy game. I don't think I like two <laughs> Just throw as some chocobos in there and some... And some yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, I, I like to take Final Fantasy games as how they are. Um, 
I think a lot of Final Fantasy fans kind of expect them to be like their favorite game and aren't willing to embrace the change. And I just like to go into and be like, okay, this isn't going to be like the games that I'm used to. This is going to be its own experience, and I'm going to accept it like that. And because of that, I think the only two games in the series that I really just can't get into are two and five. I mean, that kind of sounds like me, except replace five with 12. Yeah. So that being said, I've been hooked on the game since Thursday because that's when it came in the mail. Um, The setup for it was annoying and interesting because I ordered the uh, special edition PS4 Slim, or rather my husband got it for me as an early Christmas present because he wanted his he wanted his destiny PS4 back. Ah, so you did get your PSR Pro though. Uh, no, no, okay. I d- didn't really need that. So UPS shows up at three o'clock with my new PS4. I run up the stairs like the bat, uh, like a bat out of hell. Get it unboxed, get it set up, proceed to download updates, proceed to download the nine gigabyte patch that took three hours. Yeah, that took a while, I- didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I tweeted about it. I got well, a lot of house. I got you on. some warning about that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> I lost a whole but, night of play because I didn't have that pre-downloaded. <laughs> I mean, I was doing everything to try to throttle my download speed. I didn't have any interneting going on while that was going, and it still took three freaking hours. Did you leave it in rest still- mode, or did you have it up on the screen? I had it up on the screen. Okay. I've heard some people say putting it in rest mode makes it faster. But oh, see, I, tr- I would have thought it would have made it slower. Yeah, I tried that and it didn't help. So, eh, I couldn't. It didn't work. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it's like, okay, did my chores, got my shower, got dinner, sat down. It had like 30 minutes left. So it's like, well, I might as well wait the 30 minutes. And I should have done what you did and watched Kingsglaive and Brotherhood. Yeah. But at that at that point, I couldn't. Okay. So once I finally got the game installed and going, I ran around in the world for a good solid chunk of the night and I had so much fun. I am loving the battles, just how kind of fluid they are. I am loving the exploration. I love the car. I love the fact that you can get soundtracks for the car. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was my favorite discovery last night. I went to a store. I'm like, wait, they've got the Final Fantasy IV soundtrack for sale here. Oh my gosh. I'm playing that in my car. And so that's what I've been playing it's, it's in my like car. It's like weirdly it's weirdly meta driving around in that car playing the car chase from Final Fantasy Seven <laughs> music. Okay, okay, no seriously. I'm yeah. reaching for my wallet here. <laughs> <laughs> and supposedly there's a way to make the soundtracks play while you're out in the world. I just don't know how to do it. I just that was part of the mo- the day one patch, but I, I haven't figured out how that make that happen. I wonder if they get you like an MP3 player or something. Yeah, maybe you, have to, maybe you have to find it. First Final Fantasy World problems, having to go through the track list to find the song. It's like, why don't you guys have an MP3 player hooked up? Why are you still using CDs? Yeah, okay. You have smartphones. How do I skip from album to album? I haven't been able to figure that out either. I thought it said how to do it on a loading screen tip, and I haven't seen it since. And yeah. I don't know how to do it, so I need help with that. Um <laughs> But also, full, full disclosure, I'm also playing on easy, so I'm not really running into a whole lot of problems with the battles. I'm playing on normal, but... and I haven't been running into problems. Okay, this battle system 
feels way different than it did in the demo from last year, um, which big surprise. It's been a long time. They've worked on the game since. I guess that demo came out two years ago, the Dusk A demo. Um, and it, yeah. feels, um, it, it feels like I'm doing something unlike the demo I played at E3 where the battle system didn't feel bad. It just felt like the whole battle was pointless and not fun. Um, so it'll be interesting if I ever get back to Titan to, to get a sense of how I feel that the game works then. Um, if it's as pointless and kind of as the demo felt at E3 or not. Um, but mm-hmm. now that I feel like I can control and grow my characters, the game has a totally different feel to me than it has in, in the demo and stuff. And yeah, th- my one knock is that that's driving me crazy. And this is because I just came from Knights of Azure is that I cannot change the controls to how I want them. It has three control schemes, right? Yeah, it has three control schemes, but none of them are what I want. <laughs> I want to be able want. to map the buttons to what I want, and I can't do that. And so, I hate that a game that in 2016 won't let me do that. My only problem is I keep pressing X to dodge because I've been playing so much Monster Hunter, and that's not how you do yeah. it here. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been doing too, and it's been driving me up the wall. Yeah, you have to press. I go to dodge, and I end square. up doing a the dodge. Feels strike. weird, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's oh, like it does. it's it's like you have to hold it down ahead of time, and it's not about pressing it to to dodge. It's more about holding it down before the attack happens, and it just it's weird. So I yeah, I just it, kind of askew dodging, and I just hold down circle and attack a bunch instead. <laughs> yeah, if you're used to conventional action games like Monster Hunter or how Knights of Azure was, it is very weird to get used to yeah. and it, it's been taking me a little bit to get used to but i've kind of got the hang of it and um having it on easy mode has given me a little bit of a not a handicap uh helpful thing to kind of give me a leg up but the other thing is that you know i spent the entire two days just running around that whole area doing side quests and getting items and by the time i actually advanced the story where you're kind of going through where you kind of find out the thing happens and you're kind of going through killing soldiers. Mm-hmm. Like I was just decimating them because mm-hmm. I was level 12 and they were level three. Uh, yeah. See, I've been doing all the hunts in the first area. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, I haven't even gotten to like the, the, I can't remember the name of it. The first little port area you're supposed to go to. I haven't even gotten there yet. And it's yeah. like, I'm level nine already or something. And I, I'm on normal. And so the combat's not exactly being hard. And my wife made me buy the strategy guide because she's mm-hmm. like, oh, this thing looks beautiful. You're going to get that. I'm like, oh, okay. So I was just leafing through it. And I was like, well, let's see if I can get some good idea of where I should be putting all my AP points. That'd be a good idea. Um, and like they have this entire like primer on how to effectively set your build up to just farm AP efficiently for the rest of the game and be able to to, to grow your characters very efficiently. And I'm I'm walking through it, and one of the tips they give you is um, <laughs> buy a bunch of sheep's milk, run around to the three camps in the open area, and get all the fire and uh, the elemental stuff. Combine the sheep's milk with the elemental stuff, and put like uh, get the first level um, elementsy skill, and you'll be able to make these giant, super duper powerful Faraga double cast spells that um, you'll have six casts. Well, it says. 14 in the book apparently they nerfed it but yeah i have six casts with them and i can use them to do like 5,000 damage to these level 14 hunt monsters and destroy them in one hit and it's like oh well uh apparently i just broke the game on normal and uh, i'm kind of wishing i could turn a difficulty up even higher 
See, I read that little bit and I was like, okay, this is just too confusing. I'm going to go run around and do my own thing. But that well, the, the, said, the good I, tip from that is put all the stuff in the things that gives you extra ability points for camping yeah. and driving the car and fishing. Yeah, all the, that, all the side quest stuff. That was one of the first things I did. Yeah, so just max all that stuff out first. Explore the hell out of the game and you're going to have so many ability points. You'll be able to give it whatever you want in the rest of the game and you're going to be way ahead of the curve because you're going to have all these ability point boosting skills really early on. So that'll help you. So uh, yeah. Cause my husband was watching me play yesterday because he was kind of halfway interested in the game Yeah, and he was like, why are you driving the car? Why are you <laughs> have manually driving the car? Why aren't you doing the fast travel? And I said, because I get when points. you manually drive the car, you get AP. And of course he's like, Whoa, wow, one whole AP. That's so good. I'm like, yeah, but every AP counts in this. Yeah. And that's what I like about the the talent tree is that it seems like every single talent matters, that you're not just drilling into crap to get to the stuff that you want, that you actually kind of have to think about what you want, but you can still reasonably get it. (sighs) That's what the problem with the Crystarium was in 13, was that it seemed like you were just kind of, well, one, you didn't have much of a choice, and two, you were just kind of putting your ability points into crap to get to the things that you actually wanted. (laughs) Until they opened it up so you can go to other people's Crystariums later on or something, right? And no, it wasn't even like that in 13. I I think everybody... I felt like at the very end you could like jump left... I don't even remember. You had to like go all the way down their thing to get anywhere. Yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. The Crystariums were jobs. Yeah. Yes. That's right. It seems like they... I don't know if you feel this way, Chris, but it seems like they've taken a lot of the complaints that people have had about the series since 10 and have streamlined everything. Okay, so since 10, let's let's review what we had since 10 as... I love this idea that there's some unified Final Fantasy concepts that people are complaining about since 10. So after 10, we had 11, which was an MMO, which people still play to this game, play to this day, did pretty well. I'm, I'm not going to say there are a lot of complaints there, except that, you know, there was no voice acting in it. We have 12. Oh, that and <laughs> 11 was up was up to EverQuest style MMO. Well, yeah, but, and they've fixed all that in 11, but that's where it should be fixed. Um, 12 um, was a single-player RPG that had too much MMO-style combat. Like, okay, mm-hmm. fair. Um, 13 was 13, which was highly linear, the opposite of 12, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, to say that, like, 12 and 13 are somehow the same thing, that they can have complaints that need to be dealt with, it's like those games feel like antithesis to each other or something, but whatever. Then you have 14, which is hey let's take that final fantasy 11 thing and like make it with the modern mmo style with voice acting and all this other stuff and and fast travel and things like that and then we'll go and backport a bunch of that stuff into 11 and like so that's fine so i don't understand what 15 is supposed to be a response to exactly like what are they fixing like the 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 combat if anything is more like 12 than than 13 yeah right Um, i got a 12 vibe from the combat so but that's I mean, they already did that since 10, so that's not really saying they're fixing stuff that happened since 10. I don't, I just, I just don't understand what people are trying to to say when they say that. I'm sorry. That didn't make any sense, did it? It, It's hard. That was just the vibe that I was getting because, you know, 
third the 13 trilogy was so divisive and well i guess i haven't played lightning returns and i i my understanding about that is the bad part of it is the clock but maybe i'm yes yeah, okay um, yes um you kind of have to have an attack plan from the get-go and here it and, doesn't seem like they're counting against you at all for taking as much time as you want mm-hmm. and the other bad thing about lightning returns was the story the story was not very oh, good sorry it's not very good so i don't know i'm not far enough in to, to say anything about the story so i mean you always want a good story so that's not really mm-hmm. a a a they're not doing that to re- you know respond to fans. It's like, of course they want to have a good story. So of course they're going to do that. The combat is more, it, you're controlling one character directly. So you can't complain like in 12 where you were kind of just doing gambits for everybody, but the other mm-hmm. friends are doing things automatically. So it is more like 12 where they're doing things automatically if you want to hang back. So I, I don't know. It's open world. It's an open world RPG. That's, that's what it is. And it's really a matter of does the co- what you do in the open world feel fun or not? And then do they give you enough customizations to make it feel like an RPG? Or is it just an open world action game where you're blowing up trucks and running over people with chocobos? And I think, um, no, you can't run over people with chocobos. Just, just let's get that out of the way. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Kelly, have you gotten the chocobos? Can you run over people with chocobos? Not yet. Okay. I just got to chapter two last night, and that, that was when awesome. I I got kind of sleepy and was ready for bed. Okay. Um, wh- one more thing I'll say about this game. I think it has the most likable characters. I've played it in a Final Fantasy game in a while. I am in love with Gladiolus. I've been calling him my new Final Fantasy boyfriend. Okay. And... My husband was like, well, Arn's going to be pissed. I'm like, well, you know, Arn hasn't done anything for me since Kingdom Hearts. So. Are you not? Are you surprised that the main character, Noctis, is not like um, extremely emo and self-focused yes. or anything? Like, he's oh been God, very I... likable and pleasant. And it's like, this This is a Final Fantasy hero? I don't understand. I, <laughs> like, I was expecting a little Prince Squall the yeah. entire time i've seen the marketing material and actually seeing him talk and how lighthearted and kind of fun he is and yeah he gets a little emo at the end of chapter one but you kind of understand why you know and he's just very likable he's nice to i thought that he was either going to be emo or going to be kind of a little turd to his friends but now he's really nice to all of his friends i like the banter um during combat and when you're running around um have you gotten prompto to sing the victory fanfare yes yes i laughed my ass (laughs) off when he did that i remember seeing it in demos of the game so it didn't surprise me but yeah it it is cute and then when one of the other guys says well it sounds like you're having fun yeah (laughs) how do you like uh prompto's photography skills um they're amazing i've (laughs) How many I'm, bushes I'm has he taken picture of in close range and during a battle? Oh, a lot of them. I'm, I'm going to end up with an entire album of Gladiolus pictures by oh. the time I'm done with this. Ooh. <laughs> I see. What can I say? He's hot. So apparently he gets better as you level up his photography, which as though you have mm-hmm. much control. I guess you can level into it and make it something that you trigger as a special ability during the fight, which is kind of mm-hmm. awesome. Like, take some photos prompto as we beat up this and- thing. And I think you can also get AP from it too, I think. Yes, you do. You do. So it's yet another way of just leveling up your characters, doing stupid stuff like that. Yeah. 
So this game so far is pretty fun. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. And I feel weird that I'm surprised by this. I I don't... I am surprised by it, but I don't feel weird. I feel like, wow, everything that came up to this looked like it was going to be just terrible, and it's not so far. So I'm, I mean, it, it's certainly a return to form. I was going into it expecting, like, I'm going to have to find a way to defend this, just like I defend 13. <laughs> and, and it turns out the internet's not against you this time. <laughs> like, yes, I'm not the lone outlier. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, so Final Fantasy fifteen. So far, the verdict is, yeah, I get it. But watch that movie. Kingsglaive is more important than Brotherhood. Watch that before you play the game because they don't explain things in the game that they do okay. explain in the movie. So you should watch that. Yeah, and I've people. heard that complaint that it seems like there are some plot points that are kind of missing, like they're trying to do sequel hooks or more expanded universe. Mm-hmm kind of things yeah i don't really yeah i didn't see that there were the, that many plot points in king's life but i guess if they well there's not a bunch of the game. I, I don't think there's plot points i just think that there's things that you just have to kind of take as a well there's, there's one plot point <laughs> <laughs> all right it if you take all the nick story good. out of it i guess you're right there's basically yeah. one giant plot and it point. was pretty obvious that was exactly gonna happen from the outset well as soon as it was cast with that voice actor um yeah oh wait are we talking sean bean (laughs) of course no 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 spoiler tag (laughs) nathan yeah but even then yeah i don't know um so the movie was it was a cutscene. i'll say that (laughs) you remember when we lived for that stuff yeah, I kind of wish Blizzard did more like this. They all this in-game cinematic stuff. I want more like giant blown-out CG amazeballs looking cutscenes like this. I'd rather watch this. So, but I guess they did that with the Warcraft movie, and that kind of didn't turn out that great. But so Anna yeah. and I watched the Warcraft movie, and we're like, "Oh, that was um, that was a movie. It was pretty looking." <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was. And yeah, I, I feel bad little... for anybody who didn't know the plot already, trying to follow it. <laughs> and I mean, the little Easter eggs, like yeah. the Marlock and the fishing bobber. Yep. <sighs> All right. Um, Pokemon. We talk about Pokemon yet? Yes. Did we talk? I, no, I, we haven't. I've been slowly working my way through Pokemon. Me I'm on too. The third island. I am near the end of the game. Same. Um, that's been a hell of a whirlwind trip. What a good vacation from 2016, as an article yeah. I recently read pointed out. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I think Sun and Moon is Sun Moon. I have Moon. I don't know what you have. I have Moon as well. Yeah, I have Sun. So does Nebby, mean, even hold on, like, hold on. First of all, um, Kelly, you have Sun. Does Nebby not get into your bag either? No. Okay. No, Nebby. Nebby is the Carl. Get in the bag. Get in the bag, Nebby. Get in the bag. (laughs) You do realize that that's a subreddit, an entire subreddit, right? No. Get in the bag, Nebby. I'm going to go there now. It's like Nebby and Carl from Walking Dead should have a powwow together. Is Carl someone who needs to get in the bag in in The Walking Dead? Or do we just like to shout out Carl? I don't know how this Some works. Some more meme. Okay. 
Get in the bag, Nebby. I can't. I can't remember name. the exact subreddit name, but it's something like, like in the bag. Get in the bag, Nebby. <laughs> no, there's just only one post in this one. This must not be it. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> that's awesome, though. All right, so uh, slash ne it's Nebby. No, that's not it. There's only one post on that uh, one too. Uh, Nebby in the bag. There you go. That was got over six thousand subscribers. Oh, perfect. Nebby in yeah. the bag. These are the important things you have to get. Oh, very good. Look at all this. I like the phenomenal cosmic power itty bitty living itty -bitty space living one. Space. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, bag, well, there's Nebby. a whole know your meme article about get in the bag there's, Nebby, including a Nebby bag. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the great escape Nebby escape. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um uh, who's enjoying like everything about pokemon moon and sun i am me too uh yeah i'm i'm enjoying everything about pokemon moon the death of the hm yes and i hope it stays dead yes no more needing a biberel <laughs> or I, I i used i actually used a waylord in uh alpha sapphire you know, what's funny is that if first world Pokemon problems, like a lot of Pokemon that I like to use, like Skarmory, you know, for fly, like I have no reason to use them now. Yeah, because I just like Skarm Skarmory is actually my favorite Pokemon, so I just use Skarmory anyway. Yeah, but I always kept the Skarmory around because it was the perfect fly and you could flyer and you could still use it for battle too. And it was handy and... No, I don't need it anymore. I mean, they kind of technically work. I think um, the the really popular inclusion of the Eon Flute in Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, I think was one of the things that influenced them to put Ride Pokemon in uh, Gen yeah. Zone. But I hope this is a trend going forward because this is so nice. I love riding around on my Stoutland. I love his little run cycle. Has anyone seen in the X and Y anime that Rowlet likes to get into Ash's bag? Wait, what? <laughs> Rowlet likes to get hide in Ash's bag in the X and Y anime. Oh, don't you mean the uh, the Sun and Moon anime? I think yes. the X and Y was Oh, done. sorry, the Sun and Moon anime. You're right. Whatever the hey, new yeah, one all is. I've seen, all I've seen about the anime and, and Sun and Moon so far, it mostly revolves around jokes about the Greninja that you get from the demo version and losing to Mega Charizard. <laughs> there are some How people is that, that possible? Are, there are some people that are really mad about that. How is that possible? I don't know. Ask Ash. Ash, you fail. How yes, long have you been, been doing this? He's been, he's been failing for about 20 years. Wait, in the Sun and Moon anime, he loses to Mega Charizard? He loses the uh, he loses the uh, the Kalos Pokemon League in oh, the XW. Oh, of course he does. He always loses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he always loses in the Pokemon. Well, I mean, he, he doesn't always. I guess he won one thing or something, but... he he No, no, he always loses the championship. I thought he won in the he... Orange Islands or something. Did he? I thought he lost Yeah, that wasn't really well. a championship, though. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that, one didn't count, <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah, so he, he, he managed to lose a fight against a Mega Charizard with a Greninja. <laughs> that was specially like, evolved with a mechanism different than Mega Evolution somehow. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. which is which is what you get from the uh, the demo version. Yes. You would think somebody somewhere would get Ash a type chart and be like, you know, you see this? Ash do doesn't this. see type. He's he's a millennial. Yeah, remember, he doesn't see race. Back from, 
Yeah, remember back in season one, he just doesn't see that. That's yeah. how he was able to win against rock types with an electric type. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. It just works. Just, just ignore it. And he it. didn't Go have away. Iron Tail back then. Nope. So, uh, yeah, no, Pokemon Moon is amazing. Probably the best game I've played since Soul Silver. What a good game. And it's the music is great, and the environments are great. Yeah, the, music's, the, the music is fantastic. The new Pokemon are all awesome, and ah. Uh, uh, I evolved you? my lit. Finally, evolved my Litten and Roar. Well, okay, that's the one that isn't that awesome, but Anna's happy about it. No, I I love my Incineroar. I named him Randy Savage. Has it picked you up and <laughs> hugged you yet? No, uh, I'm not sure. I don't think it um, does. <laughs> I just know that I got his Z move where he pretty much does a body slam, and it's the most awesome thing ever. And every time I do it, I go, "Oh yeah." By God, that Jeez. man had a family. <laughs> uh, Pokemon. That Pokemon had a family. Yeah, I just I always spent some time reading uh, some posts about like some some of the pre-release posts about Pokemon Sun and Moon because I I didn't follow any like any of the pre-release stuff of Sun and Moon at all, and it was kind of amusing just to see uh, people from Squared Circle wander into a cross Pokemon when they release when they released the design for uh, that one. I picked Rowlet in my defense. Me too. Because you know. I liked its final form. Um, well, I, I, really, I was going to... Sorry. I was going to pick Lynn no matter what, just because Kitty. Mm -hmm. I uh, I really like owls. I think owls uh... are really cool. Also, I now understand the reason why it's a, why it's a grass ghost type. Why is that? Uh, it's based on Hawaiian stilt owls. Which are no are longer extinct. Which are extinct. Yeah, that um, yes. grass ghost type. Uh, they, and they also cheat like through half the game. <laughs> that ghost move is super powerful. Uh, except <clears throat> until you get to uh, one of the totem Pokemon, the one in the in the supermarket, the disused supermarket, mm -hmm. that thing will wreck your face if you have that Pokemon out front. Well, it depends who's faster, doesn't it? Uh, well, yeah, uh, except remember it has a, an innate substitute effect on it. Oh, yeah. Which is... Oh, yeah. So the first hit... It will always yeah. attack you once. Yep. Yeah, and it will use a fairy move on you, which you two... Are you uh, actually keeping the fact that Mimikyu um, is a totem Pokemon uh, a secret? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay, all, yeah, well, it's... I mean, we Mimikyu. all know that Mimikyu is in the supermarket. And super he then wrecks your face yeah. with a fairy move. Yeah, that's a good point be careful yeah but it oh god oh god that move hurts yeah it's even more amusing with the the moon box legendary because that thing's times four weak to i think ghost what's it time um, what is it times what, four or whatever? lunala has a lunala. times four weakness like lunala has yeah lunala despite being ghost type is times four weak to ghost hmm. oh and is also times four weak to dark which is really unfortunate in a game that introduced like a bunch So uh, Sucker Punch is that uh, that dark type physical move that mm -hmm. always goes first and is always effective if uh, if if your opponent uses an attack, Sucker Punch basically goes first. And yeah, that really hurts if you're using um, anything weak to dark because it hits like a truck. Um, so yeah, that that that's been my experience. And yeah, having Lunala and this 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 this. Rowlet's final evolution. Yeah. Uh, that's two ghost types. And that can hurt a little bit against certain 
matchups. You know, Lunala with her times four weakness to Ghost and Dark. And then uh, DI has um, uh, quite a lot of tight weakness, actually. Flying, Ghost, Fire, Ice, and Dark. So, yeah. Makes me wonder what the Sun one <coughs> is weak uh, to. Sol... Galio? Galio? Yeah. Uh, actually only has... Uh, well, he has four... Um, but he has a lot more resistances. So he's weak to ground, ghost, fire, and dark, uh, but is resistant to normal, flying, rock, steel, grass, psychic, ice, dragon, and fairy. Huh. Interesting. Because because psychic steel is quite a nasty combination. Uh, Oh, and one benefit to doing uh, Rowlet as your starter, it's one of the few that can learn... um, False swipe. Yep. Right away. Mm-hmm. Oh, trying I always find... use... Go ahead. Go on. Oh, well, trying to find something at the beginning that could use false swipe was kind of a pain. So that Munchlax has a, a move that's like false swipe. Yeah, uh, oh, hold does? back. Yep. Yeah, oh, it, has hold back. I... it comes with hold back, which is a physical, physical, normal type. Doesn't work <laughs> against ghosts or dark. Just like false swipe. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. False swipes normal, isn't it? Yep. But yeah, uh, the Munchlax. Did that Munchlax? Uh, I actually, I think I carried myself through like half the game with that Munchlax. Yeah, I had uh, no most... idea that you could download it. Uh, yeah, just open Mystery Gift and go for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, nice because then you get it holds Snorlium Z, which is what gives uh, the pancake move to your Snorlax once it evolves into a Snorlax. So, uh, it also oh. needs to learn. It needs to learn Giga Impact. As it well. does. Yeah, your Snorlax needs, yeah. will need to so level it, up it Giga I think it evolves into Snorlax at twenty-eight, and then learns yep. Giga Impact at around thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, Giga Impact is the uh, the normal type physical version of Hyper Beam. <laughs> um, and then powered up. I think Z Power adds like another hundred power and takes away the charging drawback. So. Yeah, that thing can, like, level cities. And th- that's that move that uh, it finally wakes up and... Yeah, runs over and then just jumps on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a Sorry, problem. Man. I have a problem. I just loaded up the page on the Pokemon Center store with all the plushies, and I want to buy oh, them boy. all. That's... That's dangerous. Yeah, I'm kind of kind of regretting not getting back into the kind of the Pokemon swing a little earlier because I went into like two Pokemon centers while I was in Japan. I didn't buy anything. Oh, you're very good restraint. <laughs> I do well. I mean, bearing in mind what the other stuff that I did in Japan. Uh, oh yeah, good point. I'd just be just subconsciously say trying to save money. Um, uh, who do I have in my? I'm trying to remember who I have in my team. Um. I've got this UI, obviously. Um, I have uh, Lunala for the moment. Uh, I have a Skarmory. I have a Alolan uh, Ninetales. I have um, not found a Vulpix. I don't know if it's in my version of the game you or something. You will not be able to find them in uh, Moon. Okay. So the way I got mine was, uh, it turns out that the Alolan Sandshrew and uh, Sandslash are yeah. Moon exclusive. Mm-hmm. 
So I basically just stuck a sand slash on the global trade thing in said you for, and, request, yeah. and requested a Volpix, and it traded in less than two minutes. That's what I should do. Yeah. And it also, it seems to be that uh, sand slashes are quite, uh, sand trues and sand slashes are quite popular. Huh. Um, like, because people in Sun can't get them, mm -hmm. it means that I was able to trade for a, I think I got a Pikachu and another Eevee out of it as well. Hmm. I just went, um, you can go from the last Pokemon Center just before the Elite Four. If you go back to the previous patch of grass, uh, there's a like a 30% encounter rate on Sandshrews. Huh. And then just, just I just caught them in Quick Balls because they they work almost all the time on the first turn. And, uh, yeah, I just stuck them up on the global trade for stuff that I wanted. So Pikachu, Eevee, uh, Vulpix. Pretty easy. That's um, I a finally really good point. got a, I finally got a ditto so that I can start breeding starters to pretty much get whatever I want at this point. Yeah, I have I a ditto, too. Finding, I was going to chase a ditto so I could trade uh, uh, bread uh, Rowlets for the other starters because I figured they would, they would go well on the uh, trade. The one complaint I have about this game, the call for help mechanic can die in a fire. But that's how you get perfect IVs. I know. I hate it. <laughs> I haven't done any shiny chaining, IV chaining yet. I just want to get through the game. How do I learn how <clears throat> to do all that crap is my question. Like, where do I go to learn all that? Um, um, well, I mean, there is um, the whole hyper training thing for, for EVs. Yeah. So. Don't know. I think the SOS stuff is mostly for um, uh, shiny finding shinies. No, um, I, I saw that the SOS stuff was like how you get Pokemon to show up with like four perfect IVs. But oh, really? Oh, okay. I, I, don't I don't know. know. Maybe it's both. I, I I don't really understand. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, where do you go to actually learn what you're supposed to do to take advantage of all this, rather than just say I heard it on the internet. Um. I, I don't like, know if someone any any compet any competitive battling forum would probably tell you. Uh, but then they're going to be jerks. I don't know if somebody oh, published a guide yet. Hmm. I know that there was a guide for X and Y to kind of do it easily, and I don't know if anybody's published one for this game yet. So like just on like, um, game facts then. Yeah. Okay. Because I did a little bit of IV training in X and Y, and it was pretty easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, easy relative to Pokemon, of course. <laughs> All right. Oh, this game's really good. Pony can Vast Pony Canyon has like the best music in the game. It's amazing. By the way, I'm just gonna shout that out there. I am uh, really a big fan of the uh, Legendary Encounter. Oh, theme. that's really good too. I was sad because I had a master bomb. Like I, I don't get to listen to this song for any longer because I, I have a master bomb. I didn't use a, I didn't use a master ball. I, I think I actually, what did I catch? I caught, caught Lunala in one of the apricot balls. Oh, nice. <coughs> I didn't. The so only ball I wanted to use so. to catch Lunala was a moon ball, and I only had one, and I knew that I'm just going to be throwing it away because you, you need like a lot, right? Well, no, I, I I had the uh, I had the uh, the Snorlax, so I just took it down to one HP and stuck it to sleep. Yeah, yeah, that does actually work okay. all right with legendaries. Yeah. I I know I did the same thing with um, Primal, uh, Primal. I know uh, Kyoga because I have Alpha Sapphire because uh, I saved the Master Ball and caught Deoxys with it. All right, yeah, yeah. Well, I knew that was coming, but this time I didn't think there's anything else coming later. So. 
Yeah, well, I mean, there's. I know there's a lot of post-game stuff in oh, okay. uh, Sun and Moon, so... Well, I mean, they, they weren't going to leave that the whole Ultra Beast stuff unresolved, were they? Oh, the Ultra... Yeah, but you get special balls for the Ultra Beasts, is the thing. Do you? Yeah, there's, okay. there's special Ultra Beast balls that are like five times the catch rate or something. Oh, okay. That'll be nice. <clears throat> oh, yeah. This is weird. Um... Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's weird that I just feel so positive about a Pokemon game in quite some time. I mean, okay, I, I actually thought Alpha Sapphire was, and was really good, but I think Sun and Moon are even better. Yes. Like, no, they, they're very much so better. Um, it's I just... mean, Gen, Gen 6 did a lot of polish with yeah. the series, and then this one has taken that polish up to 11. What I feel I happened can't. is that they they cleaned a lot of like the interface stuff up in Gen Six, and then of course they obviously did they did more in this one. But what they did in this one that was I think that they were able to build on like that was the last traditional Pokemon, and they cleaned it up as much as they could. And here they kind of broke the formula in a lot of ways. They got rid of gyms, and they they got rid of giant dungeons that were just boring to walk through with teleporter pads that go nowhere and that just did nothing but waste your time and make you feel bored. And they just they condensed the experience and just made it more fun to go through your Pokemon adventure because this game has never really been one about descending through dungeons and stuff. I I didn't think, and it's always been about collecting more yeah, Pokemon the, um... and attacking. The, trainers right the trials and the the trials i think are definitely like a, a a pretty interesting way of spicing up the uh the whole gym game mechanic that they've mm -hmm. had for the last six generations and they're like even more free to just do weird crazy crap in them so uh, it's worked well mm, yeah and i'm not even 100 percent done so maybe there are more surprises in store but yeah. I do like how it's like they're trying to convert this place to have a Pokemon League and stuff. And it's like, oh, I'm going to be the first champion, aren't I? Woo! And have you heard that theory bandied about that you're the rival in this game since the kid that follows you around is kind of nice and has your the one that's weak to you, which never happens? Yeah, oh, I think it happens in... Oh, crap, where does it happen? I Part of it being a rival in... is that both people are rivals, so I don't know that that works. What does that mean? No, I mean, what I heard the uh, the I think in black and white, I think there was one character that always took the Pokemon weaker to you, <coughs> and there was one character who always took the Pokemon stronger. Mm -hmm. Well, there were two rivals though, or two people yeah, went around there with were you, two right? rivals. Yeah, it kind of feels like uh, how the one of the rivals is channeling like um, characters like uh, Barry from Generation Four or um, Bianca from Generation Five. Yeah, Bianca. And um, the other rival character kind of channels characters like Gary and Silver. Especially Silver. Yeah, but like, Gladion, Gladion is so cooler. Gladion reminds me of Silver so much. Because <laughs> he's got the hair. Although his, his, final, his final team is interesting because all of the po I think all of the Pokemon in it only evolve at high friendship levels. Uh, Type Null, uh, Crobats, Lucario, and I think one more, all only evolve at exceptionally high friendship levels. How did how do you get a Type Null? Uh, post game. Post game. Okay. Yeah, beat the Elite Four. Okay. Ooh, a Sandshrew. Cool. Catching one right now. <laughs> yeah, just stick that on the trade. Straight well, across. This will be the first one I'm getting. Actually, I never farmed for one yet in this game, so. I kept one spare, yeah, you know, for completion's sake, because I might evolve it into a sand slash at some point. I've only found one ice stone so far, and I used it on Vulpix. So. 
Um, have you done the Poke Pelagio? Oh, the Poke Pelago. I I'm such a coffee fan, so that's like totally for me. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. the coffee beans. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme, 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 gimme. And then you level I, up I, and then I, you realize I, you have nowhere near enough that you need. And it feels like you get so many. And oh, I need more. Yeah, um, if you level up the Isle of Fun um <clears throat> to a certain point you can get various evolution stones. Right. Yes, I've I have a level three Isle of Fun and I was getting some of those stones. Um, you know yeah. what I need more of is like prism scales. I forgot what do the prism scales do? I at least one. You need one at the very least for Phoebus. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, because they changed all of that. Oh yeah. So and that's the other thing. Some <laughs> things are different now. So I don't know. I, I remember the old stupid way you had to evolve a fetus or a fetus, <laughs> a Phoebus. That was a Freudian. I mean, if it's the only use for Phoebus, I guess it doesn't matter. Um, I'll explain it. Yeah. Um, hmm. yeah, I think the only thing I'm missing at the moment is I don't think you can get Ampharos in Sun and Moon. Oh, yeah? I really like Ampharos. Okay. And you can find Skarmory. Well, eventually I they'll turn Skarm- on the bank and you can just bring it in. You can find yeah, tons of Skarmories. I've got like two or three Skarmories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy you can get Skarmory because Skarmory is my favorite Pokemon. Mm. But I, I don't Ampharos. Think you... Sorry, I don't think you can get Zangus though, and Zangus is my favorite Pokemon of all time. Uh, I, don't I heard think you so. like Mudkip. No, we're not doing this again. <laughs> we're not going back to 2001. Yeah, the new Pokemon is getting the bag. Yeah, maybe all give right. it the times, Chris. All right, sorry. What was I thinking? You. Hey, look, Nebby's adorable, okay? Mm-hmm. Just pewing along. All right, all right. I think <sighs> we may be Pokemon. done with Pokemon. Yeah, probably time to move on. Yeah, I, Alex. It, you know, it, it's amusing, but in a way, I think it's kind of telling that I think we spent more time gushing about Pokemon than we did about Final Fantasy XV. Well, we've all played a lot more of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That is true. I will say that much. <laughs> hey, you look, when I, when I finally get around to playing Final Fantasy XV, you know, I will probably... Oh, yeah. <sighs> All right, Alex. What? Wait, Alice. You played another game. Yeah, so I played and finished Watch Dogs too. So um, how's Watch Dogs two? A lot better than the first one. I hear it's fun and broken in a good broken open world game way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think some people have described it as the Assassin's Creed two to Assassin's Creed uh, Watch Dogs Assassin's Creed one. Okay. So, you know, I think it's a market step up from the previous game. It doesn't take itself, like, quite as seriously, but still kind of engages in gleeful, ripped-from-the-headlines, like, sort of storytelling. Like, uh, uh, a mission involving electoral fraud, and uh, a mission involving a douchebag raising the price of leukemia medication. Hmm. Oh, sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. funny that, that that's in the game, huh? Like and I think I, I think I think people I think people might identify a little bit more with San Francisco than uh, Chicago. But I mean, they're speaking as a non-American. Like I've and also I have actually been to San Francisco and I've not been to Chicago. Well, certainly the games media would identify more with San Francisco since that's where they all live. Yeah, and I think it kind of you know pokes fun at them as well. I mean, mm-hmm. it pokes fun at itself. There's a mission about stealing a new trailer from uh, Ubisoft. <laughs> Nice. Um, 
Oh, isn't that the one that they think like Ubisoft's kind of announcing a game with that? Yeah, so there's dialogue where one of the directors in fake Ubisoft, or actually might actually be played by their actual technical director, is berating somebody else for leaking tr- previous trailers for... They they drop uh, Unity, Syndicate, and then Osiris. Hmm. Which... So, I mean, the first two are Assassin's Creed games, but yeah, the third one Osiris? might be. Ooh. Yeah, so people are kind of thinking that Ubisoft is teasing a... Uh, Egypt Assassin's Creed game. Nice. Which right. is a really I you know I think they did they did this previously with uh, the original Watch Dogs. I think had a couple of references to Ubisoft developing Assassin's Creed game and I think it's it, it's kind of very subtly implied that they actually take place in the same universe. Mhm. Um I, oh, but yeah, Egypt it was, makes I, a lot of sense for an Assassin's Creed game. That'd yeah. Place. Um uh well, also, this particular mission also contains the very, the rather amusing joke. Uh, what do, um, it's like, what do uh, most, uh, the main character asks, what do most game sites want in uh, referring to the trailer that they're about to leak? And one of the other characters responds with, to be considered journalists. <laughs> How meta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the game, but the game is kind of like, sort of self-aware enough that it kind of lasted it. Um, I, I, it's, I mean, I, while I don't really want to get in a particularly in-depth and detailed conversation about it, because I think there are a lot of people who are doing it a hell of a lot better than me, but I think they also kind of did really well with character diversity. <laughs> like, really well. The main character is, like, amusing, relatable. Uh, there is a prominent transgender character in the cast. You know, that kind of thing. Nice. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, um, I got a code know, uh, for it on PC. I want to play it, but um, I've and got I think a lot it's, of other I th- to play. someone someone described it as like a a kind of open world uh, antidote to the grittiness that is Grand Theft Auto Five. Because hmm. I think Grand Theft Auto Five is kind of like quite I don't know cynical, whereas Watch Dogs Two is very critical of certain social trends. Um, but at the same time, it's still quite um, kind of lighthearted. It's certainly a lot less serious than the first game. And it's, I think, more fun as well, even though you can be a little bit of a dick to people. Like using your phone to put gang hits on security guards. Yeah. You know, sensible things like, polite like that. people do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, Isn't well, this a that's game- actually more... Isn't this a game where you can just like, yeah, you can put gang hits on anybody, right? And just yeah, and watch the gang come out and attack everybody, and then like yeah. the police come up, and then your gang attacks the police, and you just stand by and watch it. Yep. Nice. So it is actually possible. For example, there's a lot of missions that just involve sneaking into restricted areas. Is to use either the uh, you get like a little ground-based rover drone or the hover, you know, like a, a flying drone with a camera on it. Yeah. Um, and you can use that as a vantage point, and then you can just mark a character like at the back of a restricted area for a, either arrest or a gang hit. And then character, you know, these other characters will just suddenly storm in, uh, and the, the it, almost inevitably, especially with the gang hit one, they'll start a firefight with other NPCs, and then ev- and eventually they may just sort of reduce reduce the uh, the people in who are patrolling this little restricted area down to like one person. You can just then sneak in and knock out. And that's it. You know, you've basically reduced, uh, I don't know, like a six-man security team down to one. Nice. 
it, I, I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And I will probably continue playing it just to do some of the side missions as well. So. Excellent. Yeah. That's that's basically me for the week. Alrighty. Alex, what have you been playing? Hey. Uh, the last couple of days I've basically been playing Steinsgate Zero. More visual novel. Yep. But okay. Awesome visual novel. Okay. So is, awesome. is Zero the first one or is this a sequel prequel? Zero is uh, sort of an integral. Okay. It's basically... Uh, yeah, Steinsgate Zero has sort of something that happens that causes its true ending to happen. This basically shows how that comes to be. Okay. But yeah, basically, because uh, Steinsgate is a load of time travelly stuff. Right, of course. It's basically fine. Yes, so you get world lines and stuff. This examines what happens in like a particular set of world lines, sort of following on from the meat of the original game. But it's so awesome. Okay, good. <laughs> There's so many. Vi- I can't keep yeah. up with any of this stuff. Ugh, I can't watch. Steinsgate. How do you have time for this? Basically, one. Uh, nah, what? Okay. Doesn't know. It didn't take. It's not taking me too long so far. I mean, I'm about eight, ten hours in, and I've got half the endings already. So this one, oh yeah, there's a slight difference in this one to Steinsgate, and that Steinsgate, I think you had to do quite a lot of stuff correctly to get the true ends. This one's a lot easier to actually get specific endings. Mm-hmm. So there's only like three. There's only like three important things you have to do. Mm-hmm. In this one, which is good. But yes, yeah, no, Steinsgate is one of the probably best visual novels out there so definitely check that one out if you haven't and you want to but so more Steinsgate than the zero so escape huh huh better than the zero escape series Ooh. Ooh. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> all right um yes i'm gonna say yes because all right Ooh, taking a stand it's awesome <laughs> all right so trails of cold steel 2 still doing that is the third one of those yeah. out yet no, it's not even out in Japan yet. Oh, okay. I think it's I think it's sort of set for Japan next year, so that's a long way away. Okay. But yeah, I finally finished the first act of that game. I have no idea how many acts there are in it, though. Mm-hmm. There's usually about... I expect there's about three, but I still have a long way to go in that, but that's also awesome. So we've had uh, Heroes in the Sky, Heroes in the Sky 2, Trails of Cold Steel 1, Tra- Trails of Trails Cold Steel... Oh, Trails in the Sky, Trails in the Sky 2... Trails of Cold Steel, Trails of Cold Steel 2. Are these games holding up at this point? Or are you getting too oh, much yeah. of the same? Oh, holding up. Okay. No, we need more. Need we more. need more, okay. <laughs> I loved every minute of Trails in the Sky. Have you played the Cold Steel ones, Kelly? <clears throat> I have them. I started them, but at that point I was kind of worn out on them, so I went to go play something else, but as soon as I, I get more stuff off my plate, I might go back to Trails of Cold Steel. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm getting my fill of awesome games at the moment after. The rest of the year's been a relative disappointment, I guess, but there's not been that much that stood out at least, and now I'm playing at least playing two games that really are awesome. I feel like there have been so many games that came out that I care about playing this year, and I'm just not even having a chance of touching most of them, let alone finishing them. And there's quite a few that interested me, but just not quite enough to warrant sort of putting something else down and just going buying it immediately. You should play Final Fantasy XV. 
Um, that's my plan for Christmas. Okay. I've, I've, I've put Steins Gate Zero above that one. Okay. All right. This came out last week. And to be perfectly honest, Final Fantasy games drop in price pretty quick. Well, yeah, not, I mean, not pretty quick, but by next year it'll be either 40 or $30. So. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the usual Square Enix thing, and that Square Enix prints ridiculous numbers of copies of its games. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, not false. What was I looking at? Um, I was in uh, the store and they had a day one edition of Metal Gear Solid Five available, <laughs> which was not a Square Enix game, but it's like, oh, day one edition. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. Uh huh. <laughs> like, I think you printed too many. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. And NHL Seventeen holding up for you? Anything you want to yeah, call uh, out from that? Yeah, that was my that was my only sort of Black Friday. Oh yeah. That one. So yeah, I want some. I want something that's sort of a bit quicker to play than the other sports games I bought this year because they're all sort of playing a game or whatever takes too long for those ones. This one's a bit quicker. So. All yep. right. So what did what did everyone get on Black Friday? Anything? So you got NHL 17. Yep. All right. Uh, did you get anything, Kelly? No, I did not go out on Black Friday, nor did I buy anything. Nothing online, even that whole weekend. No, not really. Then nothing really was relevant <clears throat> to my interest. All right. And you don't have Black Friday stuff in England, so Alice, you didn't do anything either, right? Well, we we do now. Oh, you do now? Okay. Yeah, we yeah. kind of do. But What'd you do? I mean, I bought a couple of things on Steam, but nothing particularly What'd you major, get? What'd you get? So... What'd you get? What'd you get? Uh, I can't... Oh, I equipped the Necrodancer was one of them. Okay, I good. I spoke about yeah, that last yeah. week. That's um, good. I think that's about it, really. Oh, all right. Might be some cheap DLC that I got for a couple of games I already own. Mm-hmm. That's something. Um, yeah. Somewhere there's a, a way of getting like your purchase history or something. I'm looking for that right now for me. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I got a couple of... Uh, yes, yeah, Crypt of the Necrodancer... Uh, a couple of shmups, uh, Galaxy and Chromia. Um, some DLC for Endless Legend, along with Blaz Blue Chrono Phantasma Extend. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 kind of doesn't count because it wasn't on sale. Um, and the City Skylines Natural Disasters, which nice. it wasn't on sale either because it's only just come out. So the first thing I did on, on Black Friday was I had to send a bunch of gifts to Gaijin um, at, on our site um, because, one, he was my RP Gamer Secret Santa recipient, so I got him RPG Maker VX Ace and Knights of Pen and Paper 2 for that. Um, Is that not a secret anymore now? No, of course not. As soon as okay. you send it, it's not really a secret anymore. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, let's see, the uh, the other thing was he was employee of the month and he literally told me, like, so I have, like, barely anything that can play U.S. games right now, so just give me stuff that can run on an old computer on, like, a Black Friday sale. And I'm like, all right. So I got him Stardew Valley, Hyperlight Drifter, um, some that may not run on as good of an old computer, but at least, you know, I'm trying to get, throw a bunch of games in there. Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition, Halcyon 6, which definitely will run, Chroma Squad, Shadowrun Returns, Shadowrun Dragonfall, and Armello. Um, so I think he's good. He's doing. He's set for a while. 
And he's like, whoa, my goodness, you bought me half of Steam. I'm like, well, no, not really. Um, half of Steam came out this year, right? So, But let's see. What did I get for me? Um, so I think I picked up, uh, there was this weird sale. So like two for two for 25 on Toys R Us. So I got like Atari Arcade Classics 1 and 2 for that. And um, so that's like a ton of arcade and home Atari games. And then also like the Batman Arkham. No, that was on Amazon. Uh, what I get? Oh, Heaven's Word was on sale, like as part of this. So for twelve fifty, I got the PS4 version of Final Fantasy fourteen Heaven's Word, and um, there was also some. Oh, and I got like some Mario game. I can't remember what some dumb 3DS game. Um, and then picked up the Arkham Reloaded thing for PS4 for twenty five which is uh, the first two Batman games, the good ones. <coughs> and I can't wait to play through those in super hyped up PS4 version. And Oh, and we bought a, a 4K TV. So <laughs> we've got a 4K TV showing up next, next week to pair with the PS4 Pro. And I'll let you know whether or not this 4K HDR stuff is worth the hype or not. So we'll see how that goes. Um, or if this is a complete waste of money and you should avoid... And let's see. Anything else we picked up on Black Friday? Too much stuff. And yet less... I, I, this was the restrained list. And yet probably still too much, right? But um, I, I did like that I didn't buy anything for full price or even close to full price. Um, Titanfall 2 I picked up for 35 Because Anna said, a bunch of people on your Twitter friends list are playing this and they'll play it with you. I'm like, okay, I'll take your word for it. So if people are playing Titanfall 2, apparently you're supposed to play with me now. So we have to. We have uh, to do, do you that. have it on PC? No, PS4. Oh, damn. I know. Oh, well. Sorry, is that what you have it on PC? I have it on PC. Ah, uh, I knew it. Sorry. Um, I think I was in a. Um, we're getting a 4K TV, and I've got this PS4 Pro, so I want like everything that's going to have any sort of 4K update support. So I think that's why I went for it on PS4. Um, yeah. And, uh, I'll be curious to know if the PS4 throw help PS4 Pro helps with the load times for Final Fantasy 15. Um, I I mean that should already I should already be noticing that, shouldn't I? Oh, you already have one. A PS4 Pro, yes. Oh, okay. Because the load times are pretty bad on mine, but <clears throat> I'm on an old one. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, I I certainly have not had load times which I would call good. <laughs> so it may not be helped at all. Okay. Especially if it's I mean, loading it's a, bigger textures. Well, I mean, it's a huge world, so it's probably front loading those. But one of the things I noticed, yeah. It's been my other complaint about the game is <clears throat> I can browse Twitter waiting for the world to load. Oh. It's, uh, so one of the things I noticed there is they have a resolution option in the menu, which I bet you don't have on your version of the game. Um, I might not. I can choose light or high resolution, which I don't know what those are supposed to mean. But <laughs> the the light resolution is, is the default, and the game seems to run fine at a good frame rate. And then you set it to high, and on my 1080p TV, I really don't notice any difference, except the frame rate like drops in half. <laughs> so right now, I've been keeping it on light. <laughs> and we'll Do see. you have a 4K TV? Not yet. It's coming next week. We bought it on Black Friday. Okay. It hasn't been delivered yet. So I'll bet that'll 
make a difference. I bet you it will too, but uh, yeah, I can't check it just yet. And then let's see one. Oh, I I picked up Final Fantasy X Ten Two HD for PS4. This will be the third time I've bought this game um, because I wanted the one that has both soundtracks for eight dollars, which I figure is a good price for ten ten eight ten two. Um, Man, I should have bought that. Yeah, for Pete. So that's nice. And then finally, I think the last thing we got was Anamory got for twenty dollars Dragon Quest Builders on um, Vita. she wanted that a lot it's like okay all right you can have it on vita whatever she doesn't want to play it on the tv for some reason i don't really know why so i would get that on vita if it had a physical release does it oh is that all right yeah we did get a code yeah for, yeah. yeah for some reason they only did world of final fantasy as a physical release here that game's cute i want anna to play more of that in a way that i can watch <coughs> it so that, so the big reason we got a new TV actually is not because we wanted to jump into 4K HDR, even though I'm hoping that'll be awesome. Um, it's because we needed a bigger TV to see from across the room properly because these games are coming out and the text is getting real small again and it's it's painful to read the text in like Dragon Quest Builders across, the, across our living room. So um, we're hoping this will help. Took me forever to get this out of her, but that's why um, one of the reasons Anna likes to play things on Vita is because she can't read the tiny text on the TV. It's like, oh, well, why don't you just tell me that? Like, okay. Yeah, <sighs> I've had trouble seeing some of the text in fifteen. Yep, and fifteen's I bad at it too. A, yep. I have a sixty-inch TV. Like the icons between circle and square buttons, I can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just, good. <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me and my old woman eyes. It's not just you. It's me and okay. my 35-year-old eyes, too. So, <laughs> Yeah. All right. With that, I think we're done with now playing, it sounds like, right? Woo! All right. Yay! All right. So, first of all, if you'd like to support RPG Cash, you like listening to this, you can support us. Um, the easy way is go to trylootcrate.com slash rpgamer. Um, put in the code bridge 10 you'll get 10 percent off signing up for a loot crate subscription and we'll get some uh, we'll get a little kickback so support the show try out the loot crate thingy and uh get stuff to uh get stuff shipped to your house on a monthly basis that you may or may not need <laughs> so news time all right everybody are you ready for the news there's not much of it so first off atelier Furious is coming in 2017 um it's coming to steam and PS4 Vita. And Anna's not here to fangirl. But uh, we've got a little I'll trailer. Up. Okay. You excited? I is love Atelier. It's a second title in the mysterious in the mysterious subseries. So um the first I one. I still being need to finish Sophie. Sophie, yeah. Alright. Well that's uh there you go. Atelier Fears. Spring, so that's not too long. Still no news on a well, I guess yeah. It is on Vita to begin with, huh? But no remake version for Sophie or anything announced yet, right? Uh, no, they did. I think oh. it was last month. Oh. They actually announced it. Is it coming out here? Yeah. Oh. It's coming out in January. <laughs> so they, so now they're at the point where they release them on Vita to begin with and then re-release a, a, an upgraded version as well? Uh, no, I think well, Sophie was... The Vita version was the upgraded version. Okay. But for so this, this, this one, is the, this is the first one that was that is simultaneous on both. Oh, okay. So there probably won't be a special one. 
Good to know. All right. <sighs> PC release will join. Nice. Okay. So let's see. Um, the Game Awards happened. Did anybody sit and watch through that thing? <coughs> I did. No idea no. what's going on. I watched the whole thing. Me and Anna did. And um, there were a few trailers in there. And then there was a lot of really dumb awards and um, a giant robotic Razor Man. Um, which I can't really explain to this day, except that apparently I should buy Schick Hydro Razors. Uh, the important stuff that came out of it for RP gamers is the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild trailers. So they had a giant, tra- they had a new trailer which really teased it, making it look like Zelda might be a playable character in the game, but also that's probably just fans reading into it too much, and no way is she going to be playable. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that that first one because it, it looked real good and it's like showing Zelda clenching her fist and like this girl and the, at some point they have this girl in blue kind of dressed up like like Link and what's going on nobody knows and then uh, the other one is a giant playthrough that looked just like all the the same sort of footage you saw at E3 so um, a, a giant playthrough by giant playthrough I mean four minutes of heavily edited playthrough with Bill Trinan and some other dude who actually knows how to play the game um, and so you can watch that and see them going into kind of a new setting and realize that yeah it'd be nice if this game existed now so you could play it um, is anyone not excited for this game I it's okay if I want to see more about it yeah I mean to Skyrim mm-hmm. yeah Zelda Skyrim just it seems like fun on paper, but I want to see more. All right. Well, the other thing they showed that was of relevance to us is uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. They showed a big gameplay trailer, and it's like, oh, look, you're going to see gameplay footage for the first time, which I thought they already kind of showed a little bit of gameplay footage at a previous event, but whatever. Um, this one is, uh, let's see, what they said, it was... Um, representative of gameplay footage I think is what they said it's a PC render targeted at gameplay resolutions or something like that but uh, you see it looked exactly like a Mass Effect game <laughs> there's yeah. a vehicle yeah I saw the mouse cursor at one point oh did you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it looked like a Mass Effect game where you walk, run around You there's places where you have to shoot people there's conversations you get to have and you can pull a trigger halfway through to like grab a gun and point it at people because you're being renegade there's, you know, it looked like Mass Effect. In fact, it looks so much like Mass Effect that it kind of depressed me because it's like, okay, guys, it's time to do something new. Mass Effect 3 had some major problems and we need you to kind of emphasize how this is going to be awesome again. And I don't think that this game is being made for me because the things that spoke to me in Mass Effect and made me love that series was the setting. And just the the setting of humanity and space and what's all this stuff out here and let's learn about these races and see these new environments and explore these new locations and kind of understand this universe that we're in. I don't know that that's really what's going on here because it's it it seems like it's focusing more on Mass Effect the combat game, Mass Effect the conversation tree game, and it's like without that setting and being focused on that, I don't know that it's a, it doesn't speak to me as much. Um, and while Mass Effect 3 was a good game, um, I don't want another one. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm kind of good. So I'm a little worried, yeah. but that's my take on it. So what do you guys think? No, I, I kind of agree with you on that. I also don't think the vehicle was bouncing enough. <laughs> you want the full Mako I, back, huh? <laughs> I want the full Mako bouncing. I love the bouncing in the Mako. 
I think I'm one of the only people. A lot of people didn't like that vehicle. Is the sense I've been getting. I was fine with it, but um, apparently a lot of people not a big fan. I just drove up cliffs and bounced off them. It was amazing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I kind of wish they would just release an upgraded graphics, cleaned up interface version of Mass Effect One. I'll just play through that again. (sighs) Oh well. Yep. So yeah, there's a vehicle. It drives through mud and throws it at the camera. That's great. We'll see. Early 2017. It's uh, not going to be long, though I bet you it'll be delayed one more time because that's how games go, right? So. Yep. You uh, you Mass Effect person, Kelly or Alice? Not really. Yeah, wait until I hear more about it. <laughs> you played the first ones, didn't you, Alice? Yeah, I did. I finished the whole trilogy. But you feel good now, don't you? Like, well, yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, it's like okay, that ending was shit, and but I had fun during the journey, and now it's done. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, at least that's my take. <laughs> okay, so Metopia was also announced, not at the Game Awards. This was a Japanese-only video that came out on uh, YouTube, and I assume some sort of direct or something that they had. Um, I don't know how it was announced, though. Yeah, I think they announced it in the directs in November, but they sort we- of released them. A massive trailer. Okay, so it was announced in the direct, and now the trailer just hit. Japanese only. We don't know when it's coming out here. It's coming out in Japan on December 8th. Um, it is an RPG that involves your Miis, and you take your Miis and those of your allies on a quest to defeat the great demon king, and and you get to... I don't know. <laughs> and it, people can put on different costumes. You can put cat costumes on people, tank costumes. They got one person here dressed as a sunflower i don't really know what's going on there's magic there's monsters there's people rubbing up against your legs like they're a cat so it's it's weird you can go watch the trailer and see if we'll get to get to i don't know if we're gonna get this or not but i assume we will we get like all the other me stuff um <laughs> see if this works out it's got, it's got some stuff that is similar to tomodachi life yeah yeah so it's got some of the simulation game things in there but Hopefully it'll be more fun than Tomodachi Live. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Another big thing going on today, just today. In fact, this show was delayed partially, uh, well, a little bit because of this. The PSX event is going on in Vegas right now. That's the one that's opened all the fans. Anaheim. Oh, it's in Anaheim? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought it was in Vegas. Was it in Vegas last year or something? Yeah, no, doesn't matter. It's in Anaheim. Last, yeah. All right. So it's in Anaheim and it is going on right now. And uh, they announced uh, a few billion RPGs and stuff um, in about a three minute stint in the middle of the show. Um, a couple things were announced earlier or later, but whatever. Uh, Nino Kuni 2, they showed a trailer um, and that's coming out in 2017. And the trailer looked pretty and I want more Nino Kuni 2. Um, Yakuza. Kiwami and Yakuza 6 were confirmed for coming out here. I think some of this was confirmed already, but they reconfirmed it. Yeah, uh, uh, Yaku- yeah, I think Kiwami and 6 are new. This because, well, Zero is coming out next month, so lots of Yakuza. Oh, is Zero coming out? Zero is coming out next month. Oh, I didn't realize Zero was coming out. Okay. Is that, then, the, yeah, is that the one in the 1860s? 1980s. Oh, that's the 1980s. Oh, I can't keep this. Yeah, Zero is 1980s. Kiwami is a like full-blown remake of the first Yakuza. Oh, goodness. Okay. Oh, I can't keep up with all this. Sorry. So Yakuza Zero next month. 
Yakuza, Yakuza Kiwami in the summer of 2017, full-blown remake of the first Yakuza. And I, yep. do you think they're going to have the same voice cast? No, of course not. <laughs> they had that expensive US voice cast for that game and then gave up on that for all subsequent Yakuza. No, they're just releasing them all sub only at the moment. I assume so. Uh, Yakuza 6 will be out early 2018, and it's all coming out here. Um, so that's awesome. Danganronpa V3. Um, was this new announcement? Because I don't remember it before this. The, it, getting Western release is a new announcement. Okay. So PS4 and Vita in 2017. So that's cool. Vita's still getting games. Um, Near Automata, March 7th, 2017. Um, that game, that trailer looked interesting, and it looks like it'll be a very depressing story or something. But uh, yeah, uh, March 17, 2017. Demo in a few weeks. Um, yeah, they just announced a shiny collector's edition for that. Oh, what's what's the collector's edition? Do you know? It's like the. And it's the black box edition. Now that's got some form of figure in it. Where yeah. are you? It's got like a hardback art book, steelbook case, a your, however you pronounce that, your heart 2B figurine, and a soundtrack, and a box. Hmm. And the game. Okay. Oh, good. You get the game. Good. All right. Yep. All right. Good. Well, I think that's Square Enix store exclusive, apparently. <laughs> of course. Uh, E's Origin was announced, which is going to come to PS4 and Vita in 2017. Is this like a remake of E's One, or is this his own game? Um, there's it's a the... Steam game. That's yeah, E's Origin. Oh. Yeah, it is that game, which was like I think released in like 2012 in on Steam. Mm-hmm. So is that? Oh, so it's just its own game. Really, it's just its own game. I think it's sort of one a prequel style. Okay, well, because yeah, the series is odd. Yeah, or the or the timeline is odd. Well, that. this is one of those. This is the origin of everything that happens in all the other games we've already played. Sort yes. of thing. Yeah. Okay. Pyre was shown off, which is from the Bastion and uh, Transistor folks. We don't really know if this is an RPG, do we? Well, they're saying it is, so we're going okay. with it. P-Y-R-E, that's what, how you spell Pyre, and it looks like a mul- what they showed was a multiplayer mode where you are defending your Pyre against other people. It's kind of like a all I know, it looked like a three-on-three MOBA, so I'm not really sure what's going on. Uh, it's uh, it's one-on-one sort of player, but you get three characters to control, I think. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> Head-to-head versus mode is what they announced today, I guess. So that's what I look for in my RPGs. Okay. Neo was shown off, and that was... I don't really know what happened in that trailer. Um, I think there was, like, blood and angry people and samurais. And I Is Neo the follow-up to Nier? No. Nier Automata oh. was the follow-up to Nier. And we talked oh, about, yeah. duh. Sorry, the two names sound the same. Yep. <laughs> Neo is Omega Force doing Dark Souls. Oh, I see. Wait, so that's... Omega Force is the 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 Muso games, Kari, right? Yeah, Kelly Tech mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, all right. Cool. So more Dark Soul y type thing. Uh and I th- was that it from PSX? I thought there was more. Um well, there was Horizon Zero Dawn got another trailer. Yeah. I, are we covering uh, that still? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Num- numbers appear when you shoot things, so that looks healthy cheers. Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, numbers appear you're good and uh just for uh anyone who's a fan of giant bomb uh windjammers is coming to ps4 and vita so that they they actually made it happen 
I don't know how this came to be, but it came to be. All right. Uh, what else we got here in the news? We've got that Pokemon sold a bunch. So Surprise. We got a story, three stories here from Gamatsu about Pokemon selling tons of money, uh, tons of copies. Uh, first three-day sales, top 1.9 million in Japan only. Um, it's 3.7 million in less than two weeks in the Americas, and 1.5 million in Europe. Uh, biggest launch in the region for Nintendo, apparently. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of copies, right? Sir, seems like it. So there you go. Pokemon sold well, but we talked plenty. The about numbers Pokemon. went up. The numbers went up. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it's an idle game. <laughs> the numbers keep going up. Uh, <laughs> wow has launched their charity pet, and uh, Anna Marie has already gotten hers. Um, it is a Make a Wish pet and plushie. Um, if you buy it, money goes to Make a Wish and the Red. Uh, is it Make a Wish this time? I think it's just Make a Wish this year. Usually, if there's a natural disaster, they'll do Red Cross. Mm. but okay it's almost always make a wish so it's a it's a fell energy kitten that uh it's called mischief and it's very adorable but wants to get into trouble and you can buy a plushy version of it as well that glows in the dark so oh i didn't know it glowed it glows in the dark (laughs) for 20 um, 25 bucks it's not bad for a plushy and uh like 14 dollars goes to charity so there you go yeah, I, I always buy the charity pets every year just because it's a good cause, and usually the charity pets are pretty adorable. Mm-hmm. Last year's was Bright Paw. Yep. And they always too. release really hilarious trailers for the charity pets. I and don't this know one's no exception. Yeah, it's like yes. a it's it's like a parody of um, the Grinch who stole Christmas, but it's a goblin who hates Wintervale. So, yep, go watch that. Uh, all right, some brief news for you. There's a new update for Path of Exile that came out on Friday, and you can go read the story on our site for all the details of the content update. Um, it's called Breach, and I don't know. There's details I don't know anything about. So go read that on the site, unless Alex wants to fill us in. No? Uh, uh, that's probably the best way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, Made- but, yeah, basically, I, I got a chat with one of the developers about it, and he just gave me all the... Oh, good. Nice. Yeah. So go, go, go read that. Um, tons of details. They really stand by that game. Um, Mages of Mistralia is coming to PS4. Uh, it was previously announced for PC. Now it's announced for PS4 as well. And there's a trailer that announces it and, uh, it looks adorable. We'll see how that goes. Um, Blackguards 2 is coming to consoles. Uh, apparently the first one never got a console version. Uh, they, they announced it like earlier this year, but haven't said anything since. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Black Blackguards Two is coming to console sometime in quarter two, twenty seventeen. Maybe they'll both come at the same time. Hand of Fate is coming to PS4. Um, this had been announced for Mac, PC, Mac, Linux, and Xbox One for quite a while. Um, they were holding out on Sony. I uh, don't remember why. I think there were some issues. Um, I don't. But uh, they worked them out apparently. So uh, they uh, they got that dealt with. It'll be uh, coming out quarter one, 2017. So yay for Hand of Fate 2. I love Hand of Fate. I just wish I had time to finish it. I don't love it quite enough to stop playing 15 in Pokemon, but I do like Hand of Fate. So. Um, Knights of Azure 2. Kelly, this is for you. They put out new yay. media. They're showing uh, um, Arnie's is, uh, is uh, coming back in the game. And Christophorus, the high blood demon. So... 
I don't know what's going on. And they're both showing oh. an interest in Knights of Azure's two protagonists, who is Alush, and they interact with her throughout the game. So, awesome. The characters from the first game making a visit. Um, let's see. Shin Megami Tensei 4, Apocalypse, and Seventh Dragon 3 are out in Europe. So if you're in Europe, this is your reminder that those are out and you can go play them. So, yeah. They're both amazing games. Did you finish Apocalypse yet? No. Not yet. Uh, Not Pokemon either. came out. Yeah, all right. That's fair. Fair. But it's e- it'll be easy for me to just pick back up and continue on. Okay. Uh, and now it's time for the trailer. Who's going to help me out here? I can do that. All right. So Final Fantasy 15 got an 8-minute 101 trailer. Where I guess they're teaching you how to play the game. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 also got a launch trailer. Yakuza 0 hits us up with a fun side of the 80s trailer. Darksiders, Darksiders Warmaster Edition had a console trailer. Meanwhile, Torment Tides of Numenera had a Glaive Class trailer. Or Glaive Class... <laughs> We need to hit it back. Yes. Trailer. <laughs> and a Jack class. Trailer. Those are classes in the game. So Glaive, Jack, and then there's a third class. Um, uh, Jack of all trades, Glaive, and... Ah, uh, I can't remember the third class in Numenera. I'm an idiot. I play that game system. I should know it. <sighs> Glaive is the physical guy. Jack is the... Um, it's the nano... It's the magic class. Oh, I can't remember. Uh, Yokai I think Watch- you just said that. I think it was Nelly. Oh, it's Nano. Yes. Yeah, it's Nano. <laughs> it is Nano. Thank you. Because <laughs> it's nanotechnology. Right. Okay. Yokai Watch 3, Sukiyaki had a third version. What is third version? Okay. Oh, Sukiyaki the is the third version. version. Okay. So it's the Sun Moon. It's the Ruby. It's the it's the third. Emerald. It's the Emerald. Crystal. Thank you. Yellow. Emerald crystal. Emerald, crystal, Platinum. yellow. Yeah. So this is Sukiyaki. It had his Japanese trailer the dwarves got a narmura character trailer uh the dwarves also had jaren's character trailer and a launch trailer that has a german metal band in it okay side note that german metal band blind guardian mm-hmm. is probably one of my favorite bands of all time oh yeah Ooh. so all i right. was and, and blind guardian has done video game music before they did a trailer for sacred 2 I did. Still... I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So I. Oh, they've got like I a they've got a band. Dragon Force vibe to them. Oh yeah, yeah. They do. People confuse them for Dragon Force a lot, but yeah. they um they have a concept album based off of the Cimmerillion from. <laughs> Excellent. Tolkien, so <laughs> yeah, they're kind of built in for that stuff, and I think that they're all WoW fans. Oh, excellent. So. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, here's a here's a. A trailer for God Wars, and here's a Dragon Quest Eight story trailer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Japanese Star Ocean. Am I can't even say this. So there's Star Ocean Anamnesis trailer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anamnesis. Anamnesis. Maybe. Um, Liam Nesis, Star Ocean Liam Nesis is getting a trailer, and and there there we go. You can uh, you can you can check out the latest Star Ocean. Um, and Alice has probably watched this five times already, right? Wait, what? It's a Star Ocean trailer. No, no, not into Star Ocean. Okay. No, I I uh, hey, look, I never said I dislike Star Ocean. However, I didn't rush out and buy Star Ocean Five. 
But this is Star but Ocean Liam Neeses. <laughs> I will cop to liking Star Ocean 3. Alright, fine. I know, I know, I'm bad. Yeah, okay. you're bad. Alright. Hey, if I can like Final Fantasy 13, you can like Star Ocean 3. Yeah, but here's the thing, I like Final Fantasy 13 as well. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. We are kindred spirits in that respect. Yes, indeed. So here's the time where we do feedback, except I was just so disorganized today, I don't have it collected for you. So um, Yeah, I'm gonna, good job, Chris. I'm going to keep the question going. What did you pick up on Black Friday? Tell us about your conquests or, or acquirements, and uh, just send them in to podcast.rpgamer.com. Go to forums at rpgamer.com. Go to the latest update section of the, sh- of the site, and you can uh, post it in the thread. Or 608-729-4098. We'll, we'll read them here on the show next week. Uh, new game releases? There aren't any. There are no RPGs coming out this week. So play all the stuff you've already got, because, oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, but what is coming yeah, out this week? You're, pre- you're pretty much cleared until the middle of January now. Well, there's one game that you might care about that you may have been waiting for like three or four or ten years for. The Last Guardian is coming out to PS4 on December 6th. So go pick that out if you're into... Uh, into Last Guardian eco type games. Oh, I forgot to mention that in the PSX news story that it, Last Guardian was not delayed. It was not delayed. Yeah, I guess that <laughs> I that, that in itself is a news story, isn't it? Last yes, Guardian it is. is not delayed. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't see more tweets about that. <laughs> All right, uh, and with that, um, I think we're I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'd like to thank everybody for joining us today. Thank you, Alex, Alice, and Kelly. For... I can't remember anybody's name. It's okay. <sighs> They're playing the Neo trailer. I've got the PSX stream up still. They're playing the Neo trailer again now. I'm getting to actually see it. Um, before they played it right after the Windjammers news, and I was so amazed that Windjammers was actually happening. I couldn't pay attention to it. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, with that, thanks, everybody, for wa- for. Well, not for watching, for listening. <laughs> Thanks for being on. Thanks to Dale North for doing the music. Kelly to doing the, the art. And uh, for all of you for subscribing. And uh, hopefully leaving a little like and subscribe thing on... Uh, not on YouTube. Like and subscribe is YouTube. Leave a uh, uh, leave an iTunes review. That's what we need. And that's, uh, that's what helps us. So anyway, thanks everybody. We'll be back next week and Anna will return. So we'll see you then. Until then, goodbye everybody and enjoy your time to actually catch up on RPGs. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.